Welcome to Field Notes by Ag Choice, a podcast series covering timely, relevant topics for Pennsylvania's agricultural and rural communities. Each episode will include an interview of an Ag Choice expert or one of our industry partners discussing information you need to know. My name is Rachel Sadizen, and with me today is Fad Taylor, Executive Loan Officer and Forest Product Specialist with Ag Choice Farm Credit. AgChoice recently released its Forest Products Industry Outlook, a document which provides a current assessment of the forest products industry in Pennsylvania. The Outlook is available at agchoice.com under the News and Education tab. Fab is joining us today to share highlights from the Outlook document and share his perspectives on the forest products industry. Fab, thanks for joining me. My pleasure. Appreciate the opportunity, Rachel. So let's get started. First, could you share with our listeners a high-level overview of your perspective of the market conditions in the forest products industry? Glad to. Our Pennsylvania forest products industry faces some challenges right now. The uh, global COVID pandemic and some trade relation-related issues here over the last uh, couple of years, they've really created some challenges specific to both pricing and demand for a lot of our products. First, Pennsylvania kiln-dried hardwood grade lumber prices are down about 11% year-over-year versus 2019, and down about 27% from the mid-2018 highs. Second, Pennsylvania timber stumpage prices are down about $326 a thousand, which is about 36% reduction since the mid-2018 high, and that may sound like some help to the industry from a lumber production and margin standpoint. But that reduction of $326 a thousand isn't quite enough to offset the $375 per thousand reduction in average lumber pricing. In addition to that, hardwood saw timber stumpage sales happen to be the main product for most of our Pennsylvania landowners who sell standing timber. So to the extent that stumpage price reduction helps some of our sawmill clients, it certainly hurts some of our uh, standing timberland uh, management clients. The third item would be Chinese tariffs and weaker overall Chinese economic demand. Economists can debate whether the tariffs hurt the Pennsylvania forest products industry or the weaker Chinese economic demand hurt the industry. I think both happen to hurt our industry. And our industry is somewhat dependent on foreign demand for our forest products. Next would be in line with discussing overseas demand and exports. Export demand for U.S. hardwood lumber is down about 25% in 2019 compared to 2018 and down another 18% year-to-date May 2020. So that's been a significant impact on lumber demand and pricing in Pennsylvania. Lastly, I'll mention pulp and chip demand. Both of those items happen to be down right now in Pennsylvania and throughout the New England region, mainly because of the types of paper that are produced in the paper mills in this particular region. So both pulpwood and chip demand are down. In addition to that, pallet blocking industrial lumber railroad tie markets, which were kind of a bright spot in uh, 2018 and 19, those markets have started getting tight. Those are some of the challenges. Uh, Not everything in the industry is challenging right now, but those are some of the significant challenges 
there are some bright spots going on. Diesel fuel prices are low right now. They're considerably off their 2018 highs. I think they're down about 75 cents a gallon. And the logging weather, which has been historically unreliable every spring and summer, it's been terrific for both June and July here in 2020. So forest products is certainly an important industry within our state, and I appreciate you sharing that information with us, Thad. Now, within the forest products industry outlook, I know that the document outlines six items on the forest products industry watch list. Could you share with us about the Outlook's watch list? Sure. There's six items here on the watch list, and these are not all the negatives. They can be some positives. They can be risk areas. They can be anything that we find kind of occupying our mind share that we find ourselves coming back to and thinking about periodically. So these are some of the areas that you know really have been top of mind for us. One would be, number one would be COVID-19. Uh, it has caused disruptions to supply chain. It has uh, changed economic growth substantially. We're in a recession now because of the uh, impact to overall economic activity and restrictions on uh, movement and purchasing behavior. Those things are a big concern and it's really hard for me to make any predictions um, given just the scope of the unknown and uncertainty that surrounds what might happen next regarding economic performance in response to that. The next would be interest rates. This is kind of a positive. Interest rates are very, very low right now. The Fed has reduced interest rates to near zero and wants to keep them there. I will say that when interest rates drop substantially or raise substantially, anytime there is a rapid change in interest rates, it doesn't happen in a vacuum. No matter what the reason for the change in interest rates, there's always going to be some kind of distortion that happens in normal purchasing behavior and human behavior that follows that change in interest rates. So next would be U.S. housing starts. U.S. housing starts were really on a terrific upward trend going into early 2020 until COVID-19 broke out. And both U.S. housing starts, which had been a terrific bright spot, and regional housing starts here in the Northeast, both of those have fallen off a cliff in about the mid first quarter 2020. And as housing goes, the forest products industry tends to have economic performance that responds in lockstep with U.S. housing. So until U.S. housing recovers and until some steadiness returns to the economy from the COVID-19 pandemic, I think housing is going to be a concern area for us. Labor has been a concern for our industry. This would be the, the, the fourth item. Labor has been a concern for many years. This isn't a 2019 or 2020 issue. This is a decades-long change in the skilled labor force, skilled labor availability, and simple technological trends in our economy have impacted labor availability. So I think that's going to continue to be a concern. One of the potential long-term solutions we've seen, this isn't really a prediction, it's simply an observation, is that an awful lot of operations have tended to address their labor concerns by adding additional uh, technological capital or machinery capital. The fifth item worth mentioning here is, is the election. Uh, before any election, we tend to see purchasing behavior get a little bit more cautious. 
we tend to see normal levels of risk taking back off a little bit in the months before any election. That's irrespective of which political party is in power at the time. But I think the upcoming election is on all of our minds, and it tends to dampen an awful lot of purchasing behavior and risk-taking behavior. And lastly, I'll mention invasive pests. Anytime there is an expansion or an outbreak of an invasive insect pest or plant pest in Pennsylvania, we like to make sure and talk about it in our outlook someplace. In this particular case, both the spotted lanternfly and the spruce bark beetle are treated in our forest products industry outlook. And these can pose you know, direct risk to plant health and mortality from an economic standpoint. One of the things that's always concerning to us is when quarantine zone boundaries change, that creates barriers for trade and for logistics, for people moving product by truck from one place, from one mill to another, or from one supplier to a client. The movements in quarantine boundary zones, that tends to be a disruptive force. So that's the reason it makes our watch list. All of these things can impact the clients that we serve, and for that reason, we tend to watch them fairly closely. Good information to know and consider, Thad. So are there any other final thoughts you'd like to share today? I'm thankful for the listeners who've taken a moment to tune in. The forest products industry is something that's very passionate to me. Here at Ag Choice, forests cover about 60% of our state's land base, and it's always going to be an important industry for our state. The industry is very important to Ag Choice. It's a large portion of our loan portfolio and a focus for a lot of our time, talent, and treasure here at Ag Choice. And we want to make sure we stay abreast of everything that is happening in the industry so we can ensure we serve the market appropriately. If any listeners are interested in learning more about the forest products industry outlook, I encourage them to please check out the full written version in the agchoice.com website, and from there go to the news and education tab within the agchoice.com website. Todd, thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Listen to other episodes of Field Notes by AgChoice posted at agchoice.com slash podcast.